And now. Hello, Peggy. Peggy here. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I got, I got Tanya Murray here today. I'm so excited to have her. Say hi, Tanya. Hi, Tanya. <laughs> and I got JC as my co-host. Hi, everybody. We just kicked Dean out because mm-hmm. he was being obnoxious. So uh, we're good. Uh, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> JC's not saying anything because he brought the whiskey. I did, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Tanya, it, Tanya and I go back since, God. Since the beginning, just yeah. about, I would say. Yeah, so 2011, years. maybe. No. 12. I started in 12. 12, yeah. yeah. So I, I think you started a little bit before me. You maybe. were in junior's class, right? Yeah. Yeah, so just the same year, but just a few months earlier. Yeah. And then I stopped like an idiot, and then she kept going, and she kept And then I kept going. telling you to get back on stage. <laughs> she did. She's very encouraging, and you've been very supportive. I appreciate it. And you. I've been dying to have her on the show. So, uh, and Mike Bonner was supposed to be on the show. <laughs> So um, um, that's how you got me here. <laughs> Is that what you told her? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't know. I don't know if I have time for that, Peggy. And she's like, Mike Bonner's going to be here. I said, all right. All right. It was all a lie. <laughs> but um, he, I mean, he got a job tonight for performing for Tommy Hearns. And that's more important? Yeah, I don't think so. On your podcast? Uh, no. Priorities, Mike. Priorities. Jesus. <laughs> Fucker's probably making a boatload of money. <laughs> I was like, here, are you guys getting paid? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tommy's getting a glass of wine. <laughs> hey, man. We'll talk for wine. <laughs> So anyways, Tanya's been, like, just killing it. She does a lot of uh, feature, or uh, performing with Rob Little. Love, love, love Rob Little. He's been a great mentor to me and turned into a really great friend. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I got a couple shows still coming up with him. I've had a good run with him. We were at the Milwaukee Improv the end of uh, June, beginning of July this year, so that was super cool. Yeah, nice. Mm -hmm. He seems like an, I mean, I never met him, but... You he's know. he's fun. We went and checked out some of the antiquing little malls and oh some really cool stuff. Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. And Jeffrey Ross. That was crazy because I was only two years in to doing stand up when I got that first gig with him at Andiamo. Yeah. Isn't that cool? And it was like eight hundred people sold out show, and I'd never been in front of four hundred people, and I was scared to death. Yeah. But how did that feel? That's... It was out of body but he was awesome he was super cool i didn't know how he would be and it was right before he did the bieber roast because i was like i've heard you know he was like the first big celebrity i worked with and um i was like oh god what if i screw up his intro or whatever i was like what do you want me to say to bring you on he goes i'm gonna be doing the bieber roast if you want to mention that make it your own he was like super (laughs) chill about it cool yeah when i went to walk off stage after i introduced him he came walking on, and I went to shake his hands, and he goes, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. So he <laughs> gives me a hug, and the photographer got a picture of that, and it's framed on my wall. Oh, yeah. very nice. So yeah. he was really nice. He was really nice. And then he came back two years later and requested me to open for him again. So. Wow. Yeah. So that's that is cool. awesome. Haven't heard from him since, that. but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> He's not very attractive. <laughs> that was Peggy. In case you weren't sure on the voices. But he's funny he's as such hell. a great guy. Oh. But you know what's interesting is, I, like I said, I was just two years in when I 
open for him. And I, at the end of the night, I'm like, do you got any feedback you can give me, anything, yeah. advice? And he goes, let me ask you this. How often are you getting out? And I said, oh, you know, a couple times a month. And he made a face and he goes, it's a nice hobby. And I'm like, I work like 50 hours a week. And then he just made another face. I was like, okay, point taken. Yeah. Point yeah. taken. If you want this, you got to go out and get yeah. yeah. Move your mic up there, oh. Mr. Chasey. <laughs> <laughs> you can move it towards you. It won't bite. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Um, and Chris Porter. Oh, my God. That was such a high this year because I have loved Chris Porter since Last Comic Standing. And I had seen him at Mark Ridley's. Right after last comic standing, I'm just a huge, huge fan. So when I found out I was getting to open for him, very cool. that was a highlight. And he was everybody that I've had the opportunity to open for has been really nice, nice, super cool. And he did not disappoint. To work with him all week was great. He called me darling all week. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Did you open for Attell, David? Yeah, a week at at Ridley's with David Tell, oh my, my birthday God. week, and it was my actual birthday weekend. Yeah, she does a joke about birthday. I don't know how you guys do that. That's like a lot. Like, just being well, with all those people in the first place, yeah, but then to be there with somebody else that you're hosting with, I mean, that's crazy. Like, well, that's why I got this tattoo that says be present. I got this yeah. after my David Tell weekend because I was so in my head that weekend wanting to impress him, wanting mm-hmm. to impress Mark Ridley, wanting to do a great job, and I didn't get the whole enjoyment of I'm fucking opening for David Tell. Right. That's, that's and I thought big. these are opportunities people would kill for and be in the moment and just do you and do what you're here to do. Mm-hmm. And I was so in my head, I kind of didn't get all that out of it. So this is my reminder Very to cool. take those moments and just be present and enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what happened on my, I did Rocky the Port. I was going to ask you I didn't do that. Rocky the Port, but I opened <laughs> for him. <laughs> so, I get that. And I'm a big fan of his, too. Oh, I I've love seen him. him. And he was, just, he was so nice. Cool. So I um, I get there, and we're talking, and I asked the owner, you know, I'm opening, so what do you what do you want me to say? And he says, just 25 minutes. And I was like, what? <laughs> did they go, say did 15 you say originally tw- or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, Tanya. And you I really were like, doing 25 minutes? I, I didn't have 20. I was supposed to, but I was told 15, 10 to 15. So I wouldn't have taken the job. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I don't have 25. I don't have 25 good minutes. You know what I mean? So well, a um, lot of comics out there don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Doesn't stop any of them, Peggy. I know. But it's, I, I, I don't want to do that. And, no, um, good for you. And I just looked at Rocky. I go, I don't have 25 minutes. Oh, he was sitting there when they told you? Yeah, we were sitting right next to each other. (laughs) And I'd look at it and go, I want to throw up right now. And he goes, oh, you're fine. Oh, You know, he talks in that New York, Chicago type, uh, you're good, uh, don't worry about it. (laughs) So he was so nice. So I was in my head a little bit the Friday night because of that. So, I mean, I did okay, but... But Saturday night was like a dream come true. It was like, he goes, just go up there. Just uh, do what you got to do. Or, you know, just pull me up whenever you're ready. That's what he says to me. So what a class guy. Yeah, well, I ended up, I, I did really good. And That's awesome. It was awesome. So, yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in. Might as well. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I was going to ask if you didn't. 
So yeah, he was he was so nice. So I wanted to text her all weekend, and I was like, "It's gonna get in her head if I do it." I was, I was waiting until Monday and see what happened, and like go from there. See how big she's smiling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was smiling. Dean was so excited for me too. It was pretty cool. You can so. hear him in a couple of the audience. Yeah, like, you can hear Rocky too because he recorded it. Like, hey, that's good. I like that. You know, it's like oh, oh that that's was, even yeah. better. I know. Nice. So yeah, it was a it was a dream come true. Not true. Uh, weekend, so except for the 25 minutes, but it all worked out. So, um, what else was I going to ask? Oh, I remember <laughs> her face. The last time I did comedy before I quit, the my first phase one, is you and I did a show in Sterling Heights. At the and, bowling alley. And I sucked. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember you sucking. It was a weird crowd. I do remember being a weird crowd. It was a weird crowd. But (laughs) I remember you go to me, you just got to do this. You got to do this more often or something like that. And I think I said to you, I think I'm done. I can't remember if I told you. I feel like that's what you said. Yeah. And then you said something, you know, like trying, no, you don't want to be done, but then I stopped for a while. I was we were in a bad place. Uh, not me and you, but my my <laughs> life. So uh, I always remember that that you said that to me. And so now, Thanks. see you encourage people too. I try because yeah. I I mean it, sometimes it goes a long way. You can be having an off night and just one positive mm-hmm. thing that someone says to you can make a big difference. Yeah, because there's plenty of nights I'm driving home from a gig going. Why am I doing this? Like, I have the freedom to do this, and what am I putting myself through this? And then other nights I'm driving home just on cloud nine, just like so beaming, and what a great experience it was. And that could be a Friday and Saturday, the difference. Yeah. Just a nice day. Do you remember? I, I always like to ask this. Do you remember your first big laugh? Like, where you went, oh, fuck, this is awesome. Well, my first show was the graduation show at Mark Ridley's, and there was 200 people there that night, and 50 of them were my friends and family. Oh, nice. And I know I was out of body. I mean, the first 10 shows, I'm completely, like, out of body pretty much. But I do remember being out there and having the laughter, and and I... It was funny because a lot of my jokes revolved around a trip to Chicago that one of my friends had turned 40 and a group of girls went to Chicago for this trip. And a lot of material came from that because I was talking about maybe taking the class and doing it. And they were like, we'll come, we'll support you. You've got got to do it. We were just laughing all weekend. So in one of my jokes, I was talking about we had went to a concert and a few of the girls were sitting right up front. And so I go, I was at a concert with some friends and they all screamed. And I just go, they were there. And then everybody starts laughing, like, oh, how quick is she? And, I'm, and everybody's laughing, and I'm like, they, thinking in my head, they were there. And I've got it on video, and I love it, because I just, I love how they scream, and I say that, and everybody yeah. just laughs. But that show, I remember I came off stage, and Bill Bouchard goes, you're a rock star. And I was like, oh, that's I didn't even awesome. intend on going around and really doing this. Yeah. But I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to do this again. <laughs> this is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So um, do you ever use the dealership? We Oh, I should explain. We're all we all work at a dealership. So um, just so so did Mike's. That's kind of was the, the goal. So do you ever use the dealership in any of your, your jokes? I did in the very beginning. And then... I had um, I had a comedian tell me that I shouldn't talk about my day job. I should make everyone believe 
comedy is my day oh, job. Oh, yeah, I've heard that So before. if you're going to say something, talk about a used to or something, mm-hmm. but make them think this is your full-time gig. So hmm. I really never do. Yeah, but I'm sure you have shit you could say. Oh, we I've got do. notebooks and <laughs> notebooks upon notebooks of things I could say. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just had this girl two days ago. I think it was two days. The chick that sounded, she's from California. She oh, came yeah. in and she she she's like oh that. an out of state buyer. That's great. <laughs> we love those, especially like the week of Christmas. Or yeah, the week of New Year's because they're just killing time. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to test drive it. I'm gonna buy one when I get home. Yeah. Oh, cool. Good. <laughs> do you have to let her drive it? No. No, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, because I had a manager who stood by you if. Yeah, we're from oh, out of yeah. state. He's like, we don't have to put miles on our well, car if yeah. you're not going to buy it here. Yeah. No, so. our managers pretty much let us. That's yeah, we don't nice. ask questions. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we can't rip people off, but they 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 let us kind of handle our own shit, kind of. So yeah, she would go like, um, uh, "Can I? Uh, I would like to test drive a Rav Four, and then she would do this mm. <laughs> at the end of her sentence. It was crazy. It was like I can't wait on this broad with this. I get unbelievable. It was crazy. Usually, when the families come in with like four children, they know oh. I'm I'm pretending to be on my phone. I'm like Tanya's not taking them. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. We all have uh, weird shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the... Uh, so, um, do you have inventory? A little bit. Yeah? A little bit. We don't. We yeah, have a little bit more than we did. Nothing? No, I mean, we haven't used. Like, a lot of used. Yeah. Can you we, sell used, too, or no? Yeah, Nothing we yet. all sell Both. all of it. Yeah. Yeah, ever since COVID, we sell all of it, too. Yeah. Ours was for a regime change, but yeah, similar situation. <laughs> it kind of took over everything, and now it's all different. But oh, when lithia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not supposed to say <laughs> where. We're all trying not to say where we work, so we don't get you in trouble. Edit that out. Yeah. Um, so, what's the weirdest customer? Do you have any uh, weird customer stories? Oh, I've got a good one. I thought of this this morning, actually. <clears throat> so I don't understand why these people get up and walk behind you to look at your computer screen like that. Really, like if you don't invite them over to look at something, for them to get up and come stand behind you, I find that really rude. Oh, that is yeah. weird. And I, before the six feet social distancing and all that, I liked that. I liked my space, and I'm never comfortable with someone just walking up behind me. Yeah, unless we're at my place. And then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. You've been invited. <laughs> But this guy, so I sit kind of at an angle, and he was at, at at his chair, and then all of a sudden, for no reason, he just gets up and comes and stands behind me. And it's not like I had anything secretive on my screen; it's just my personal space. Yeah. And I said, "I'm," I said, "I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable with you, you know, standing behind me." And he immediately just left the store. He just walked out. Really? And then to make it weirder, like two hours later, he called to ask me a question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a what would you, you say? Is this far enough? Or? <laughs> I'm not behind you. And it, it's weird because I was as polite as I could have been about it. Yeah. And he just abruptly left the store. But then you're going to call me to ask me a question? And okay, that's people are just weird. Isn't that weird? Like if you've ever worked with the general public, people are just weird. Just weird. That's Everyone should have to work with the public in a commission based yes. job. Yeah. Because you have to put on that mask and that face and just, okay, that's what we're doing. <laughs> like, I'm no not problem. good with that face. Like, mm-hmm. I 
It just says. You <laughs> just yeah. told me today. Yeah, you can read Peggy pretty well. Like, you don't know if she likes you right away, but you can tell she hates you. Like, it's like no guessing whatsoever. <laughs> I just said that the other day. If I don't like you, you know I don't like yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She like looks there like was... she's going to be sick. Like, I'm like, are you okay? Like, Do you not like this person? <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> like, there was a guy I didn't get along with when he started, because he didn't know how dealerships work, and he just tried to grab everybody that came in the door. Oh, so you're just brewing them. And so we were just not getting along, and I didn't really speak to him unless it was something nasty. <laughs> and so him and another guy, we'll just call the other guy Jim, they're walking across the parking lot when I'm driving in in the morning, and they both were coming to cross, and I stopped and let them go. And then he's like, oh, I thought you were going to hit us this morning. I go, no, don't worry. I, I wouldn't hit Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, but you'd hit me. And it was like, <laughs> like yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know yeah, how to get your have. point across, yeah. right? We have more than a few people we work with. Yeah, that we'd like to. Yeah. Right yeah. over. <laughs> Uh, they're not Jim, you know. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> yeah, I had um, last time when we were talking. I had that. Did you hear? Did you listen to that one about the guy with the foot feet? Oh, yes, geez. with the sandals. That's real. And his daughter was there and didn't say uh, anything. All of them. We've been like, looking this up, trying was... to figure it out because there's multiple situations, and it's just like one particular group of people. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know. They just like to rub their feet on everything. Yeah, socks and. It was so gross. I mean, he was like from me to you, like a foot away. And you didn't say anything, huh? Did I? You didn't. No, I went my whore. I I wanted to sell a car. Just looking down at it. I I walk by the lounge sometimes, and there's people with their with their bare feet Mm -hmm. and tucked under them in the chair, and it's like this isn't your living room. I always think of Bill Burr during that. You ever listen to Bill Burr? He hates people that don't wear shoes. Really? I've never. (laughs) It's like in my own house, I'm not going to wear shoes, but I'm not going to go to a dealership and have my bare feet up on the chair right. in the lounge. so gross. People are gross. They are gross. <laughs> and their kids yeah. jump in and out of cars, in and out of cars, in and out of cars. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst thing. We have them take things off of our desk. Do oh, yeah. They want to destroy yeah. everything. Like, nobody says anything to them, and it's like... Their parents sit there and let them destroy your stuff. When my friends come into the dealership with their kids, they're the most well-behaved children yeah. you've ever seen. Probably because your friends still hit their children the way it should be. <laughs> <laughs> These people don't hit their kids at all. If you reprimand them properly, you just need to give a look. Exactly, they because they know what's going to happen. Let me tell you, I don't have kids, but these kids walk by my desk, and they go to touch something, and I just look at them, and they walk right <laughs> the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> and people like all the other salespeople are waiting to see my face because they know I'm like, oh, don't you don't even? Dare. They're sitting in a car with Cheetos. Yeah. It's like, where are your parents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Yeah. They sit at my desk. I had that one little girl sitting at my desk yeah. for like an hour. Where were her parents? Uh, over buying a car from yeah. uh, so one of our coworkers from somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You're the babysitter. Yeah, I was yeah. the babysitter, which you know. I wasn't thrilled about. Did they ask you? <clears throat> no. I think like somebody it. asked me to watch their baby before and then hand me their baby. Like, I'm talking like baby. Like, young. Like, car seats still. Like, will you hold this while we test drive? I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> like, I, I mean, You're like, you should have said, are you sure? I don't even work here. Yeah, like, what, like <laughs> you know how much I can get for this right now on the internet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> She's worth about. <laughs> I love messing with people. Actually, here's my favorite story about a customer. So I had a customer I sold a car to, and I didn't know him very well, but he was a longtime customer of the dealership. 
<laughs> and um, we're in his car and I'm pairing his Bluetooth. And he goes, well, what if I don't want my phone book, you know, in the car? Like, what? Because he, he's also an attorney. And he goes, like, what if you and I, as an example, what if you and I are going to dinner? I go, oh, and Janet calls? And he's like, what? And I go, oh, you and I are going to dinner and Janet calls? And he's like, no. <laughs> How did this just happen? <laughs> no, he was so confused, and I still think that's. And now I've sold him multiple cars, and he's a great guy. <laughs> but he was like thinking, "What is wrong with her?" <laughs> oh, that's one that's of my favorite good. things. I had a guy when I told him the history is up there. He, oh no, no, because he must have been fucking around with his wife. So because on ours, I don't know if yours is like that, but the history the shows all, all your phone calls that you've made. Oh, yeah. So you just press a button, all the history. As long as your phone's in there, right? Yeah. So he was like, oh, no, he wouldn't let me yeah, hook up the up. Bluetooth. Yeah, he was really weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm. Well, my favorite is when I started selling cars, I was at a different brand, and um, we would, like, practice having them make a call or whatever because bluetooth was newer i think back then and this young guy he was like well i'll call my girlfriend so i'm like okay so he presses the button he's like you know call jill and it's not working and it's not recognizing it and i go well is that how you have her name in your phone and he's like no and then i go well you have to say it however it is in your phone book at that point i would have said call bob but yeah. he's like call sweet cheeks or whatever the hell he had and he was like so embarrassed i would have just called some friend i wouldn't have even said what he had some cheesy name for her and he was like oh, no. mortified to say it in front of me <laughs> oh man that's funny um i had do you get do you guys get reviews Oh, yeah. I had a guy review me. I don't remember if I talked about this last time. So he was from Saginaw, and I went through, you know, hoops for uh, to get him a, a finance. I sent him a video of the car, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I did, I did my job. He comes in. <laughs> I like never I met him that. before, and I said, I said his name wrong. He had a really weird-ass name, and I can't remember how I said it. He was so mad at me, like so mad at me. So then he was he a dick to me. He didn't just correct you and say this is how you pronounce it. No, he was. Well, yeah, he because that's not how you say it. And then he was just pissed. So I remember, and I was putting his plate on, and he was just like <laughs> still standing pounding. back. He was so <laughs> mad; it was crazy. And this was a grown man. This is a grown man. He had been in his forties. So, um, and you know his name has been fucked up. Like, I wasn't the the first first one. That's why he was so pissed. So he gave me a bad review, and he said I was senile. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. So he said I was senile, and he tagged... Uh, as one of the finance men, he tagged Somebody another else. salesman. Yeah. The wrong. Yeah. So this, at this point, and <laughs> when we sold cars, it was uh, we got rated pretty yeah. heavily on yeah. these, so it was important. Well, he knocked me and another salesperson, <laughs> so I got pissed mostly because of the other salesperson. So I go, uh, I text him. I go, so I'm C now. I private text him i'm c now and you can't even get the fucking i didn't say fucking but you can't even get the name right (laughs) of the other uh salesman and now you docked him and then he started to you know fuck you yeah and then we're going back and forth and then i went "Eh, i better not i better (laughs) (laughs) stand down (laughs) 
It was crazy. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. the one time I was the only female salesperson, and so we were remodeling, and we had the front was getting new cement, and so there was caution tape all around it. There's a side door. There was a bookshelf in front of the doors that we used to bring the cars in and out. Mm-hmm. So furthermore, telling you don't come in this door. That's kind of blocked. Yeah. Somehow this guy dodges all of that, moves the bookshelf to get in, and I'm sitting at my desk watching him, looking at looking at him with those eyes that say, you must be some kind of fucking idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a sales guy I'm sitting talking with, and then I, I'm like, look at this jackass. Look what he, And he goes, oh, there's a customer. And he jumps up and goes and helps him and sells him a car. So then the review comes in, and he says, oh, you know, this guy was great, but... But the other salesperson, she just sat there and watched me, <laughs> gave me dirty looks. You know, like, well, gee, I wonder who that salesperson was. <laughs> the only girl. Yeah. She. Oh. Have you guys ever seen an accident in the dealership? I know you have. Oh, repeatedly. I sold yeah. a guy a car because he crashed the car. That was like my favorite sale ever. It At was the a, dealership? Yeah, so he was uh, test driving, new to the country. Um he was looking at a very specific vehicle that was older and he came in and I gave him the keys for it. Didn't even think about it. He had a license cool. Give him everything. He takes the test drive. He's pulling back in the parking lot. We're all standing in the windows watching and he smokes the car next to it. I mean, just <gasps> smokes it. Like the, the light is pushed in. Like the other car is fine because it's like an older forerunner. But he smokes the other car and smashes it. He's out there was holding Was it your guy's so, car or yeah, was it customer? Oh, they were geez. both ours. So I go out there and I'm looking at it. He's like, what do I do? I have no idea what to do. I was like, you do you have insurance? You broke it to buy it. Yeah. He's like, do you have any car insurance? He's like, no, I don't have any insurance. Like, I just got here. I was like, oh, okay, well, um, <laughs> you can pay cash for it or I can call the cops. And he was like, oh, okay. And he comes in and buys the car. And my boss was like, I've never seen that clothes before. I was like, yeah, just, just came up with it. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, it, was, it was bad. That was my favorite. So I witnessed an accident firsthand and then sold him the car when it was smashed. And then the insurance company called us repeatedly after that. Like, hey, was there any damage on the car after this? Not one person in our dealership answered that phone. It was on, oh they did a voicemail on everybody, and we were just like, delete, delete. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. That was bad. Oh, my gosh. Well, that takes the cake. I can't top that. <laughs> We've seen more than a few accidents at our dealership. Well, one time, I, my first week in used cars, I was, you know, I went to used cars. I get in a car to go get a title, because we have to get the title at another building, which is lame as hell. So... I get and the tire lights on, but okay, tire lights are always on. So and it was a, it was a, I forgot what it was. It was a shitty car. It was an old shitty car. (laughs) And I well, I guess we all know what dealership you were. (laughs) So I pull out, and then I realize the tire's like flat. Oh my god! It cost cost us like six hundred (laughs) bucks. My boss was so mad. And I was embarrassed. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't feel like it. It was a shitty car. (laughs) (laughs) I had to call him. (laughs) It was bad. So, yeah. And I still kept my job. We had the guy in the... (laughs) He had to have been like a lawyer or like something like this. This guy's driving like a really nice Mercedes um, coupe. He's driving through the lot. We have like a big piece of uh, concrete that you would use as a sidewalk. If you don't get around that, <laughs> yes. it's a pretty good curb. So this guy, oh. like, he hits it doing like 15 miles an hour. Car's up on it. I mean, like stuck. Like, oh, sure. Just, so he's 
hitting, he puts it in reverse and hits it as hard as he can, smashes one of our other cars, and oh, knocks the bumper no. off. And my boss is standing there having a heart attack. And this guy gets out in a full length trench coat. He's got to be in his mid 60s, like white hair, just walks up with a checkbook to our boss. And he's like, <laughs> How much is this going to cost me? He's like, I, I don't know, man. He's like, Paint bumper, like all these, like, I don't know, like 1500 bucks. And the guy's like, Just hands him a check and gets back in his car and drives away. We're like, What just happened? Like, what is what is this? Like, his car was destroyed. And it was a nice Mercedes. And he ruined the whole thing. We have a thing like that, too, where you pull in the one drive, and there's the curb there. Yeah. And people will hit it and drive yep. over it all the time. And I was actually on a test drive with this older woman. And as we came around, I was like, oh, yeah. Like trying to warn her because I saw the shirt turn. We were right up on it. We could not. We were stuck there. Oh, no. Yeah. We had to go get somebody else to get it down. But we watch people hit it all the time. And yeah. then we just laugh. Jake, can I bring up what you talked about earlier about your idea of a sitcom? No. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't sign any NDAs. Like, <laughs> like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Oh, I guess uh, things we say uh, off camera. <laughs> it just jumped in my head. Well, I, mean, I was like, shit, thing. we talked about a lot of stuff before this started. <laughs> like, what is she? Oh, gonna... no. Did oh, you I want the name it. of that ointment, Peggy? <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so I want, can I, I want to go back into comedy. Is that cool? Oh, I thought you already were back in comedy. <laughs> No, I mean yeah. Yeah, let's go back to comedy. Um, so I do you do you, are you in your family? Are you the funny one? My mom is one of eleven. They're all the funny ones. Oh yeah. really? It's a big yeah. We're, it's a clown fest. <laughs> That's funny. Dean's the youngest of eleven. Is he really? Yeah. From Mount so, Clemens. Yes. Oh, wow. It's getting way... It's oh, getting way yeah. It's like a weird turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, I grew up in Mount Clemens. My grandparents lived down the street from us in Mount Clemens. And oh. Yeah, so when we would get together for family get-togethers, it was always so much fun. And uh, my uncles, my cousins, I got a lot of cousins around my age. And the youngest of the 11 aren't that much older than me and my older cousins. And I had I have a cousin that has a place on the west side of the state, and I would perform at Black River Tavern in South Haven, and then I would stay at their place in the summer, and then they would all come to the show. And I brought one of my friends with me, and we were sitting around the campfire that night, and it was my cousin, his wife, my uncle, I think his girlfriend, my cousin, and my, I think my two cousins and my other aunt and uncle. And we just, it's like a volley. One person says something funny, oh, and then man. the other one saying, Very and she nice. goes, I just am trying to keep up watching what's going on, because it was hilarious, and everybody was just saying funny shit, and we have a riot, and we're together. Nice. Yeah. So whereabouts in Mount Clemens? Um, right on Riverside, right across the bridge. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we used to go to Riverside Bar all the time, years Riverside ago. Bar yeah. was, I think, over by South River Road or something. This was Riverside Drive, so it ba- oh, the one side okay. of it's on the Clinton River. Oh, okay. This one was right off of Grash at this bar. It was a little shit bar. No, I know what bar you're talking <laughs> about. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, do you... I See, I don't I don't feel like I'm a dark person, but some people think that comedy comes from a you dark place. You don't think that you're a dark person? <laughs> Are you, are you kidding me well, right now? The things that we laugh about, I'm like, there's oh, nobody yeah, else in so. the world I could laugh with about this right now. Like, I have uh, a dark sense of humor, for sure. You have yeah. to. Yeah. You have to. You enjoy all parts of it, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't get offended if you're if you're going to listen to comedy. 
That's all there no, is and, to it. And having a dark sense of humor helps you laugh through some of the yeah. rough times that help you get life. through it. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 You have to. So I guess, yeah, I do have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what is the best advice you've gotten since you did comedy? One of my favorite pieces of advice that I got that changed so much for me, every picture that I saw of myself, I looked angry. I looked like I was ready to cut a bitch. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and then I was at the Holly Hotel with Steve Sabo, and it was my first time working with Steve, who's also become a great mentor for me, and I've worked a lot with him. But at the end of one of the nights, he said, are you having a good time up there? Are you enjoying yourself? And I said, oh, yeah, I'm having a blast. He goes, well, tell your face. You might want to tell your face. Wow. Oh, wow. And I was like, huh. And he goes, you know, they the audience wants you to laugh with them. They want to be in on the joke. They want you all to be a part of that. Makes sense, yeah. And I was like, I was so in my head about telling my jokes, and I'm sticking into, like, kind of character kind of thing. Yeah. But then it's like, I go, oh, no wonder I look like I'm, you know, so angry in every picture of me on stage because I wasn't laughing with them. I was just telling my joke, and, you know, I just kind of have a dry delivery, and... And now, and then that changed things because then I'm like laughing with them and it just changed. Just that was it. huge. That was a huge. You know, it, it's cool that you listened. You know, some people be like, you know, what the fuck? I listen to seasoned pros when we have yeah. the new comic starting out and they're like, hey, that junk you told about this, yeah. maybe you could. And I'm like, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah. yeah. Taking the stage once and you want to give me advice. <laughs> okay. And it's always really helpful. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. They know exactly you can't see about. my eyes, but they're saying it's not helpful. <laughs> yeah. And you took Bouchard's class. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you take Joel's? No. I when, At the time I took the advanced class, it was Kevin Wheeler. Oh, so did I. And I had him on. Did you see that? I saw that. Yeah. And he yeah. said, oh, say hi to Mike Bonner, but not Tanya Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to comment on that. <laughs> you should have. I took Joel's class when I got back in. To get me going, it was. I really feel like it helped. He helped me a lot. He's always helped me. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. What was some good advice you've been given? Um, he said, "Have fun. Um, put your first, your best joke first, best joke last." I mean, that really helped me. So I try to go out. Boom. Um, just uh, about emceeing. Uh, he went over that with me. Well, with all of us, not just me. <laughs> um, but when I first started, he got me my first paid gig with Laugh Riot Dolls. Nice. From our f- graduation. Cool. So he called uh, Heather and said, hey, you know, so that That's was cool. cool. Yeah. Super cool. He, yeah, he got me a job with uh, open for Mike Green. Oh, my I've been God. trying That's to fantastic. get it. Yeah, I've been trying. That's my first round. But I've been trying to get back into into there, but haven't succeeded. Into Ridley's? No, into uh, one Stanley. Stands. Oh, yeah, one, night stands. one Night Stands. Maybe if I get the name right, he might. <laughs> but, I mean, a lot of the things that you've told me people have told you is just do it. The yeah. The more that you do it. Like, and it seems to have helped you get back into it. Yeah. And just make you, because there's nights you don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, we're leaving work at 8 o'clock at night, and you have to go do a show. Like, yeah, you're already so, drained from people. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to be around. Like, Especially open mics. I'm still doing yeah. open mics. So it's great. It's whatever works for you. I just tell people do, you know, what helps you and what works for you. What happens to me is I write a joke and then I'll do an open mic and I'll forget the joke, (laughs) but it helps me remember the joke. So I, I feel like I have to do an open mic to hear myself do it. I do. And I rehearse here, but, um, that's 
that's partly why I do the open mic. So I feel like I have to do a joke like three times before it's for work. Except for when I did uh, Traverse City. The, I did a thing about comparing worn white people with Traverse City white people. <laughs> And it was pretty. It, it went, went pretty well. good, yeah. Oh, and I, you know, I didn't do it anywhere else because it's right. Traverse City. <laughs> but I rehearsed the shit out of it. So, what's your writing process? I usually have just either something I say or something I think of that I think's funny, and I'll jot it down, and then I'll kind of try to just work on it. And if I try it on stage and it doesn't work, then I start tweaking it because mm-hmm. sometimes it's just it's not going to work, and other times it's just. You got to just change a couple things. Like actually, one of the first big shows that I did that I opened um, for anybody was Rob Little at Joey's when they had Joey's. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so I was with Rob all week, and I was super nervous because it was the first show I emceed, and I just wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do it and if I was going to remember everything I had to say. And he was joking that I introduced him differently every night, so he was just excited to hear how I was going to introduce him that night. <laughs> Because I fucked up his intro every night. But finally, the one night he had said, it's like it's like your party. It's like you're hosting your party. And that's how you go out there and you treat it. But then he had written down a few of my jokes that it got a laugh. And then toward the end or whatever, it fell off. And so he's like, tell me this joke again. And then I said the joke to him. And then he goes, oh, okay, they're thinking you mean this. And I go, well, no, I don't mean that. I mean this. He goes, well, I know that. And half the audience knows that, but the other half doesn't. So I'm like, so I should switch this word to this. And he was like, yes. And he did that with like two or three of my jokes, and it made all the difference. It was just switching a word. That's I don't know how you guys do what you do, seriously. (laughs) I don't know how you get up there. It blows my mind every time. Like, I can't do public speaking at all. I can do stuff like this because nobody's staring at you. And it's not like live or anything like yeah. that. So we, like, we can edit some stuff out. But if they're sitting there looking at you, I mean, like, I tell Peggy, like, your balls are bigger than mine. <laughs> it's a time. whole different thing. Like, animal. that's insane that you get up there and you just do your thing and you're so good at it. Like, I love it. It's fun, though. And it's just, it's such a learning process. And as you get more comfortable, it just starts to be more fun. And mm-hmm. when you try a new joke and people get it and they laugh, I was getting ready for work one day and I thought of a joke like thought of an ending to another joke that tied back to something else and I was so excited and I got to work and I told the guy that sat next to me and I'm like I was getting ready this morning and I thought of this and I tell it to him and I'm she so excited and he's time. just looking at me and I go what and he goes that's what you think about when you're getting ready for work yes. I'm like man when it comes it comes you just take it and you write it down <laughs> JC wrote a joke for me she says that but like i i just love it when she bounces stuff off of me because like, like you I tell said, her like oh yeah that's funny or no yeah because i can be honest with her and she loves yeah, it you that's know what like you this want. is funny or this isn't you know or i've already heard this like she's come at me with a couple things it's like i think i can find that somewhere you know so yeah I, I the, like he that. saved my ass on one i yeah. forgot what it was but he, he goes Oh, it was um, doing using Carfax. Yeah. Peggy was like, it was my birthday. That's my new tagline. Yeah. That's yeah. my tagline. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I heard that before. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I had to like, look it up. It's an amazing comment. I didn't want Tanya. to get in trouble. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, it was. Uh, it had to do with Carfax and di- uh, sex or I can't yeah, remember. For but, the Carfax for women. Like, yeah. See how many people they slept with. Yeah. Because she was like thinking about like, you know, but there was like a, that, but there's somebody who wants else that. I don't know anybody that wants that. <laughs> I mean, it could go both ways. Yeah. But it was, yeah. But he definitely like said, like, no, you can't. write jokes all the time. I'm like, yeah, for my comedy act? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm literally like, I'm like where am I going to use this? Like, like, take them all. I love uh, it. No, but if 
I tell my one friend a joke and she's somebody good to bounce stuff off, and if she goes, oh, yeah, that's funny, I'm like, nope, scrap that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you didn't actually laugh, if you're right. just like, right. oh, yeah, that's funny. Mm, no. All right, next. Yeah. <laughs> I, text my, uh, <laughs> I text my sister and my two nieces and the joke. They, they're really good at it. And I still, you remember Lonnie? Yeah. I still send stuff to Lonnie and Ken. They're so awesome. So, They're so funny. Yeah. So. Well, my one friend, I texted her a joke, and she goes, I don't really get it. Maybe I need to hear you say it. So then I'm like, hey, I can record this. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a message where I, <laughs> I said the joke, and then I sent it to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, that's good. inflection. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's, you know how you said um, um, Rob, was it Rob that changed your joke a yeah. little bit? So I, uh, Rocky... Did that for me. Nice. So he said, "I do. I did this joke about um, my son sleeping or a son sleeping upstairs." So he said, "Make it your son," because I didn't make it my son. I don't know why I didn't. That's but, like something Bill Bouchard always said too. Like if I said, if I was just like, "Oh, this guy, whatever," he was always like, "No, make it your boyfriend or whatever." Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what he said. He goes, "You got to make it yours." Make it more uh, personal. Yeah. So, to it more. And I did it Saturday night, and it, he was right. I was like, oh, my God. But see now how Straight cool back. that is, because when I told other comics that Rob had actually made notes about this joke, he goes, then he must have saw something in you. Because most comics that are seasoned like him aren't going to even gonna pay two cents yeah. to listen to you. They're not even going to pay any attention. Oh. And the fact that he listened and made notes, he saw something in you. So Rob, yeah. he must have saw something in you that he was helping you out and making yeah, notes and listening. So. That's pretty cool. Thanks. It's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you should, you should be proud. It's awesome. Well, I opened for Jim Norton at Andiamos too, and I had my crudest joke, and I, it was a newer joke, and he was walking to the stage when I told that joke, and then when I saw him backstage, he goes, that joke about such and such? He goes, that's a good joke. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. man. Like my heart. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, well, so. All right. Anybody else that you you know you worked with or whatever that I haven't mentioned? Mm. Well, besides you've worked with Bill I, and Bouchard and stuff. Oh like. yeah. Um, Anybody you would like to work with? Oh my God, there's a million people. I, oh, I would love to work with Lachlan Patterson. Oh yeah. I saw him. He was great. I mean, there's so many that are great out there. Well, it's about, I mean, I think you hit most of the big ones. I would love to open for. Uh, Dave Dave Landau, I love him. I love Dave. I've worked with Dave. Yeah, he's you, actually yeah. the one that told me not to talk about a current job. He's oh, the one that gave me that okay. advice. Yeah. And then I would like to open for Shane Gillis because he's hilarious. <laughs> he's so funny. I don't know Shane. He just got picked up for the Daily Show. I yeah, he's going to nice. be the new host of the Daily Show. But his uh, he's got like a lot of improv comedy, and okay. like little sketches on YouTube. Nice. And then his stand-up I'll send you his stand up on you YouTube. Check it out. It's yeah, so it good. good. He she does got the me best. On him. Yeah. <laughs> he is so funny. Uh, or Norm McDonald. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Norm McDonald. Mark da- Mark Norman. I'm like your see. chances have run out for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so Blame sorry to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> So, yeah, Mark, I would love to open for him, too. There's many. I mean, I've always loved comedy, so I was always going to comedy shows. I mean, when I got married way back when, my bachelorette party was at Chaplin's. Oh, you were one of them. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One that all the comics hate, bachelorette parties. We were well-behaved at that time, but uh, from what I remember. um, But, yeah, I've always been a fan of comedy and always went to shows and... Was there like a specific comedian that got either one of you interested in doing it yourselves? 
Mm. I just wanted to write comedy, so the reason I took the class at Mark Ridley's was actually because I I um, saw Conan O'Brien's show was on hiatus, yeah. and all of his writers did a stand-up show. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool that all of his writers can do stand-up. So then I started thinking, maybe I'll take the class just to help with my with writing, writing yeah. like never intending to go around and do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of cool. Maybe yeah. like, now you're still doing it. Now I'm sucked into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. What about you, Pex? I don't know. No influential people when you oh, were younger? Oh, tons. Like, you know, football, and of course. Of course, yeah. Um, but what got you to take the class? Like, what lit that fire to go take the class? Uh, I think my brother getting really? sick yeah. and kind of just going, hmm, I'm not getting any younger. Life's short. I do remember taking Bill's class in the first, cl- first day because we got up, and I remember... I mean, I didn't even do well, but I remember calling Corey, my oldest son, mm-hmm. and like getting all emotional, like this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? That's so cool. Yeah, I know it's so uh, you know it's it's pretty cool. I was a nervous wreck. I oh, it was too. a Saturday during the day when I took it, and my knees would go up and down. They would just shake, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't want to get up in front of people. Like I didn't know the first day of class we were gonna have to get on the mm-hmm. stage with the light and the microphone oh and God. everything because right. I was always a behind the scenes kind of person. Oh, I would have been terrified. I was, and I I actually would swig Pepto Bismol before I left my house to go to the class because I was so in knots. And so the first class. He has each of us take turns getting up on stage, and he just asks you basic questions to get comfortable. And I thought that would be it for that class. And then later, he tells me to get up there again, and I was like, fuck. (laughs) And then he goes, what'd you think after you got off the stage last time? And I go, thank God this is over. (laughs) (laughs) He gave me a big compliment last time. I did the L.A. Detroit to L.A. And... um, it wasn't an open mic. Anyways, I went and said hello to him, and he goes, I don't know what's going on with you, but you're up there, and you're, you know, he just, and, it, you know, Bill Bashar, come on. Yeah. It's everybody in, in any kind, yeah. And it just, like, I went home like, oh, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you're leaning on the mic, and you're doing uncomfortable. <laughs> Goes, I don't know where you've been, or what well, I can't remember everything That's he said, cool. but uh, actually, I probably know every word he said, but <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool. So, yeah, I'm having way more fun this time. That's way that's more what fun. it's all about. Like, there were so many bitter comics I would meet along the way, and then it's like, why are you doing this? Like, if you're not having any fun and you're yeah. just so negative, like, I'm having a ball. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I remember with Bill Hildebrandt. I just, he was, he seemed like a crabby old guy when I first met him. And then I, because Rob was just, he was Rob's mentor and teacher, and Rob always spoke so highly. So I had met him at Omar's one night working with Rob. And then I saw him perform, and then I, I got asked to work with him at a show. And he's like, well, you already got paid, and when you're done, you can just leave. Well, then I didn't, because he's fantastic, and I just wanted to watch him. And he gets done, and he comes over to the bar, and he's like, what the hell are you still doing here? And I'm like, (laughs) and miss an opportunity to see you? And then he became another one of my friends that became a mentor, and I started going around with him. And he was a riot, but I'm like, why would I leave when I'm done and miss watching you interact and see the how you work the crowd? And I just feel like so many people miss out on working with all these seasoned comics mm-hmm. because that's the best paid internship. Yeah. And you just learn so much watching them and I and then it's the most fun. I'd never met or saw him. Oh he, I know. He I heard he passed away. So yeah. Oh, I just adored him. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
So one yeah. of your favorites is Joan Rivers. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that I awesome? <laughs> I Nobody talks about would, her. I wonder how she would navigate through these times. Oh, I really she'd be do. killing it. I, yeah. She'd be up there with Chappelle and, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just saying, fuck you. We're yeah. saying what oh, we please. want. Yeah, I'll play. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bumper sticker on my door when I lived at home and it said, can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when sure. she passed away, you had, you, you had a... You saw her right before she died, too, right? My dog had passed in October of 2013, and she was coming to Andiamo. And for whatever reason, I don't think I was wanting to spend the money. Or I don't even think I realized she was there. And then all of a sudden, that happened, and I was really down, and I was trying to pick myself up, and I was online. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to be at Andiamo's. And I got front row tickets. I'm like, I'm going to that. And it was... I'm so glad I got to see amazing. her because it was amazing. Yeah. And I always had little index cards with my outline on it for years when I started with just in case I ever blacked out, I could at least look at that. <laughs> yeah. And she had big cards taped to the floor with her wow. outline on it, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. But she just was on the floor doing jokes, standing up, you know, just super yeah. animated and everything. And the next time I was at Andiamo's, I was on that same stage opening for Jeff Ross. Wow. So it was cool. super special. Yeah, that's surreal. That is cool. But I never got to meet her. But oh. I just, ever since I was a little kid, like I found some jokes I wrote when I was little because it was on scrap paper from my grandparents' house. So I know I was little and it was all self deprecating humor. Nice. You were writing sort of jokes when you were little? Yeah. Get mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I have like three pages writing. of jokes yeah, on scrap paper. Writing, oh, that is cool. Jeez, mm-hmm. I can barely spell. <laughs> I did used to mimic, though. I used to um, do Flip Wilson, Geraldine, for all my friends. Uh, I used to do uh, Bill Cosby and stuff See, like that. So I guess, yeah, mm-hmm. they would tell. I used to stand on One time I did, I think, it, I forgot, I had to bend over and I stuck my ass through the um, through the front door, the window, <laughs> or the, yeah. Screen? Was, yeah, but the bottom half was glass, and I broke the glass. Oh with your ass? So, with my ass. It was so funny. It was, like, worth it to me because all my friends were laughing. Totally worth it. Yeah, can you imagine the shit that Joan Rivers went through when she first started? Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. She was a beast. I it mean, really. I mean, really. What There was yeah, her, uh, Phyllis Diller, oh um, Mom's Maybelline. Yeah, Cloris, <laughs> Mom's Maybelline. Do you remember her mm-hmm. at all? Um, who is some of the, oh, the... It's a little bit before my time, but... Yeah. <laughs> Mom's Maybelline was a black woman that didn't have any teeth. She was always on uh, Mike Douglas. See, there's some benefits to being the old broad. <laughs> she was so funny. Well, I think I started seeing Joan Rivers when she would guest host The Tonight Show. Oh, And then yeah. I would just stay up and watch her because I just thought she was great. Mm-hmm. I just loved she her. I saw her. carpet stuff, too, like appearances. But right? I didn't, yeah. I never even watched any of that stuff. Like, when she was doing her stand-up and stuff, mm-hmm. I never even, like, when I went to see her do stand-up, I couldn't believe the show of support she had from all the fans from doing all the fashions, you know, stuff, all those shows that she did. Cause I yeah. never paid attention to that. You know what? I just realized I didn't have you promote all your shit. All my shit. Yeah. Oh, so, do, hey, it's your let's, show. Let's do it now. <laughs> We're almost wrapped up. up here. All right. Well, so Tanya's gonna promote her shit. <laughs> do I get a jingle? <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. I don't have that up yet. Yeah, where's your sound effects, Peggy? <laughs> I know, I need a producer. 
I oh, mean, don't I, say that. Dean will be back any minute. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Dean. <laughs> um, I think you're going to have this out in time. So uh, Saturday I'll be in Ann Arbor at the Ann Arbor Eagles Comedy Night. Nice. And then uh, I'll be with Rob Little on Thursday, October 27th. We're going to be at the Bus Stop Bar and Grill in Birch Run. Nice. So you want to check that out. And then the end of the month, I'm doing the Mike Aholics comedy show <laughs> um, at Prime 7 Bar and Restaurant in Commerce Township. That's Friday, October 28th. I'm doing that show, too. Not that night, but on December 2nd. Beautiful. I heard it's a riot. I heard it's a great But you know room. what he told me? Oh, I but can't... it says strong language with adult content, so they've oh, been geez. warned. <laughs> Good. What he That was you? another thing on Rocky. I was had to be clean. Oh, when did they tell you that? Oh, I I knew it when I took the that I knew, but I did okay. Yeah, you've got way better yeah. dirty stuff. So. <laughs> I do. Um, what was it? Oh, you're like said, okay, Rocky. I can do 25 minutes if I can be dirty. <laughs> well, it's that's your call. Much what I said. <laughs> well, the one where my son's upstairs banging it was yeah. like I got this one, but. And he goes, well, what is it? And I tell him the joke. Go, okay, do that one. (laughs) So he let me do that one. That one's not that Um, But uh, yeah, the Michael 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 Holics. There you go. um, Have another sip of wine. Yeah, I know. Her two favorite things. That's good. Um, You can't use notes. Did he tell you? Who said that? The <laughs> Billy. I was like, hell with that. I, I mean, I don't use them anymore. Oh. I put on my big girl Excuse pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did an hour at Nuego, Camp Nuego, like three weeks ago. Wow. I had to do an hour. Oh, God. And crazy. I had no notes. I did not have any notes. I would have stood in the crowd, four foot, you know, side. Mm. Like, I held them up for you. There were a few times I was confused at where I was going next and I was working in a whole bunch of new jokes that I so my whole set list was all discompobulated. So there was a few times that I was like just banter with the crowd while I'm yeah. trying to think of what I was supposed to tell and then I would start telling that joke and then I go, Oh, I missed this one and then I'd go back. It's like crazy what you're thinking about while you're talking. Yeah. If people had any idea what was going on in our head while we're speaking about something totally unrelated. It's a little yeah. nutty. Wow, an hour. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Got, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. It is a lot. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Good for and you. I found that crowds don't like it when you make fun of your mom or your sister. It's only funny when you make fun of you, apparently. Yeah. I do really? that a lot. Really. Yeah. That sucks. Does I like it? it. I think it's funny. I, my friends think it's funny, <laughs> yeah. but apparently most people don't. So you're shit on it anyway. I'm going to laugh about it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, well, if my girlfriends are here, they'd think that was funny. <laughs> Screw you guys. You must not have met my mom. <laughs> All right. I think we're good, man. I, I don't I, have anything coming up. No, it's fine. No. <laughs> what do you got coming up, Peggy? I, well, I got the Micaholics uh, December 2nd, I believe. Uh, we got to get on a show together. Yeah, we do. Tell I'd Jeter. love that. Tell Jeter to yeah, put Jeter. something up for us. Put, put, you know, he's got a new... Uh, Entertainment thing, mm-hmm. so that'll it's called super Sam cool. Rose. Yeah, super so cool. yeah. Oh, can I plug my website? Yes, TanyaMurray.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. The Gram, whatever the kids the are Graham. calling it. <laughs> yeah, it's a new one for older people called Grams. <laughs> 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 Shit, I'm doing. Um, I'm doing. 
doing Bolero to a camera. Yeah, you are. I'm such an idiot. I forgot to write all my shit down. So you got stuff coming it's up. It's your show. You can edit it in. Yeah, that's true. I could. <laughs> that's going to be a whole, whole couple days after I slide that in. So Radio yeah. edit. Oh, hey, this is Peggy Beattie telling you all my upcoming shows. <laughs> So I think we're good. Thank you so much. I've yeah, been wanting to do this. This was a blast. Good, good. You come back. I will come back. Yeah. And you, and you can come back too, wine. Mike Bonner. That's What's that? You only yeah. have a little wine, so you're Yeah, just great. a little wine. Yeah. <laughs> I found in interviews, I found this out. Can I tell you this real quick? Yeah, yeah. I, I usually don't. I never drink now for comedy shows. I just oh, don't, I don't either. Just so I can be Stay thinking sharp. clear. Yeah, yeah, and sharp. Well, my birthday fell during the lockdown of COVID. And so I did, my buddy is uh, Screaming Scott on WRIF, yeah. little plug there. Mm-hmm. So he had me on his podcast, and it happened to be on my birthday. And so I was Zooming with friends that day, having drinks, making myself brownies, having drinks. <laughs> so then, <laughs> by, the time, by the time 5 o'clock rolls around, I've had some wine. <laughs> and it was such a great interview. I'm like, I interview so much better when, when I'm tipsy, drinking. Because yeah. I was on the news a couple of times for comedy, and I people are like, you don't look like you're there for comedy. <laughs> and I'm not a good interview on TV. I'm just, no? like, I look very serious and scared. Just gotta but get a little loose. I needed a glass of wine. That's all I needed. Yeah, I don't like drinking before stand-up either. Yeah. But I do like, I mean, this, I consider this like a little bit of a, like a party. So we just all get together We've and talk. We've a little and, hard yeah. the first couple times we did this. Yes. We can't even put those out. <laughs> yeah, one time I was doing a show <laughs> with him, him Brian. Yeah. And he, by the way, if you ever need a videographer, this uh, guy is Pro incredible. Video Productions. Yeah. Plug that real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian Gorman. Yeah. He, he really is good. Mm-hmm. If you go on my, if you go on YouTube, mm-hmm. he did my, uh, I opened for Connie. Oh, and he, he did the video for that. Beautiful. He made me look really good. Well, I will need his number. <laughs> it was, yep. and then Connie had him do it, and then uh, Car- oh, I can never say his name. Hmm. Karum, Karum, you know, Kiram, Kiram. Thank you. So, He's anyways, awesome. uh, and I, I hope was, I said his name right. I'm pretty sure that's how you said. Yeah. It. And I had to introduce him, too. I probably fucked it up when I opened. So, anyways, we had JC. It was JC and and Brian. They were single at the time. Now they both have girlfriends. Uh And then me and Dean, and we were going to talk about why 30-year-old guys don't get married. And it was good. Like, we were tipsy enough to just start trashing people. And and Brian bought these 12% beers or some crazy percent. And we were, like, (laughs) most... We were pretty screwed up. Yeah. Well, none of this. I lost it all, and we have videos of it somewhere. But like, we went back and listened to them. We're like all slurring. Like we thought we sounded so like that was such a good podcast. We're it's like, like when you're doing what? karaoke when you're drunk. <laughs> like you sounded great. Like not even you drunk. and Mariah Carey, like the same <laughs> person. <laughs> Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Tanya. Hopefully I can open for you soon. Oh, that would be awesome. I would love that. I'm going to I'm gonna send you my new stuff. I'm going to send you my tape. She's like, fuck, man, i got to hire her. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time I had you on my podcast? <laughs> Ashing those chips in early. Let's go. You, you owe me for my, uh, <laughs> my 30 people listening <laughs> podcast. Hey, Remember that time I had you and Mike Bond? I mean, just you owe me. <laughs> just you owe me. <laughs> Mike Bonner, there's more people click on it. <laughs> Fuckers with uh, Tommy Hearns right now. Thanks, Mike. He could have been here. 
So, uh, yeah. Um, so thank you again. Thank, thank you, you JC. Again, no it's always, always fun. Always. I lo- he's my buddy and he's funny. And he's I just, funny. We have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to be doing stand up. Yeah. I can't. No, I'll just stand up there and be like uh, stuttering and not be able to talk. Then I'll throw up a little bit and leave. <laughs> That'll be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be that. funny. <laughs> we can anim- make that an animated. Right. <laughs> no kidding. The time JC tried stand up <laughs> and he threw up on Mark Ridley. So, anyways, uh, also check out uh, Car Scene with Dean. Uh, Dean's, uh, if you're into cars, man, um, it's a fun, fun podcast. He's got some interesting people. He's got some interesting guests coming up. I do too. I have actually I have Mike Jeter and Ann Duke coming up. Oh, nice. I don't know what day yet because they're going to talk about the new um, uh, Sam Rose Entertainment. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And I got my brother-in-law, Leo, who's going to, he's a the roadie. Um, oh, who else to it? Yeah. He's the roadie. Yeah, he was yeah, he, for some cool Check people. that out. You would like mm-hmm. it because you were into music. Mm-hmm. Um, he was roadie for MC5 and oh, nice. um, and Alice Cooper and Iggy Pop, so it was pretty. It was That's one cool. of my highest rated, really. Um, so he's coming back to. We're going to get a little bit more into it because he edited himself a little bit. He said, "I'm going deep." <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think that's it. I'm sure I'm missing out on some other. Oh, I got Bill Barnwell is going to be coming. He's a local attorney, defense attorney, and he does comedy. And he he's the preacher at Royal Oak Church, which is oh, wow. all like a weird combination. He's really funny. <laughs> he's funny. Yeah, he's really good defense lawyer. So um, he's supposed to come on, but he we're you know we're waiting for some stuff to happen first before he comes on you know political shit so uh and uh i think that's it i probably have more but that's it thank you tanya thank you jc and it was so much fun and i'm out